Good morning, friends. So, it's been a super long, very trying day. That is the setting for this story. And super long, very trying. My four-year-old has gotten a little bold in his old age, in his four years. And we're at bedtime and we're toward the end of our bedtime routine. And our routine consists of like brush our teeth, pick out a book, read a book, say our prayers. I pat him on the back. He goes to sleep. Well, in typical four-year-old fashion, he loves to stall by asking questions. And most of the time, I can brush the questions off and call him out and, you know, try, you know, call him out and say, like, I know you're trying to put off going to sleep. Okay, and, you know, whatever, address that. But today, this, this particular day, super long, very trying day where my patience is worn very, very thin, he decides to ask me in his super sweet, dripping with honey, but honestly curious voice, Mommy, why do we pray? That's the kind of question that, A, makes me stop and think, and B, the kind of question I cannot answer. <laughs> because this could be, like, I can't answer it because it's like, okay, well, how do I break this down into a four-year-old's language so that he can understand, you know, and then I start, like, questioning myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, this could be a super pivotal moment in his life, and this answer could stick with him forever, and so it better be the right answer. And that's where we are. So stick around for the rest of the story and answers to the question, why do we pray? Welcome to the Lifestyle Medicine Project. If you're ready to finally commit to lifelong health, feeling better, and improving your mental and physical health for good, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Jennifer Kogel, a nurse practitioner, certified functional medicine practitioner, boy mom to three, and wife. I have a calling on my life to transform the way that you view and experience healthcare because I believe that traditional medicine is leading people astray. We don't need to give a pill for the ill. We need to empower people to have a true lifestyle transformation, both internally and externally, and most importantly, commit and be disciplined to the process. It's time for you to go against the grain to get to optimal health that is going to have you feeling incredible. I can't wait to create a true lifestyle change with you. Let's mandate vegetables and tackle this project together. So I racked my brain trying to pull a four-year-old response to a question that I didn't have a good answer to because I was struggling with the question and answer myself. So I told him something along the lines of, so we can talk to God and tell him what we're thankful for and have a relationship with him. I mean, like a four-year-old even knows what relationship means. Like hashtag mom fail. Anyway, his super simple question made me think, which in all honesty, (laughs) y'all, is not something I'm super good at, especially when it comes to my beliefs and Christianity and the Bible, okay? I've grown up in church, 
I never questioned my faith or the truth of the Bible until the last several years when our new pastor's wife encouraged us to question everything. Sidebar, our pastor's wife is the most precious woman, and she's a teacher, and so she really knows how to say things and make you think without knowing that she's saying the things that make you think, if anybody knows what I'm talking about. And she didn't encourage us to question everything because she wanted to discourage us from becoming women of God, but to encourage us to question the who, what, why, when, and where. If you listen to last to the last um, episode, that'll sound familiar. Um, but she wants us to question the who, what, why, when, and where. So when we are challenged as Christians, because we will be, we will be able to answer these questions for ourselves and for the believer and or the non-believer that is asking. Okay, and it will prepare us to answer questions for our four year old. <laughs> so, this is what brings us to this episode my four year old's simple question of why do we pray? And my pastor's wife encouraging us to question everything and look through the lens of God's word, aka the Bible, to answer these questions. So, let me just go ahead and tell y'all I am not fluent in theology. I am just a simple person who is digging for more and having trying to have a closer relationship with Christ. So when my four-year-old comes to me with questions such as, why do we pray? I try to start from the very basics. I don't go to the internet and Google it. I don't go to my commentaries I go straight to God's word. So, first of all, prayer is our communication with God. That's how we communicate. So, okay, we communicate with God. So, why? Why do we communicate with God? Well, three points here. One, because when we don't know what to do or what to say or how to handle a a certain um, situation, we pray so the Holy Spirit will intercede for us in prayer. Okay, Romans 8, 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but He, but he the Spirit Himself, intercedes with groaning too deep for words. So, I don't know about y'all, but there have been many times um, that I just don't know what to pray. I am so sad or mad or completely confused that I have no idea what to say. And this verse tells me and you that when we try to communicate with God and we have no idea what to pray for, and we just, we need strength outside of ourselves, and we're asking God to help us, and we can't find the right words, that the Holy Spirit intervenes on our behalf. So if we only ask in prayer, you know, prayer is our attempt to communicate with God, even though we have no idea what to say, what to ask for. Sometimes we don't even know what we're feeling or thinking, but we're just speaking to God from our heart. Okay? So we pray so that even though we don't know what to pray, (laughs) 
the Holy Spirit kind of interprets for us. Okay. Um, number two, God's word tells us to pray continually. First Thessalonians five seventeen says, um, in the NIV it says pray continually. ESV pray without ceasing. And praying to God, also known as communicating with God, brings to our attention that we are not in this crazy world alone. By praying, we acknowledge that God is with us all the time. And we acknowledge that we need his help to get through the good times and the bad times. By praying, we acknowledge that God is in control. And if we will just give it up to him and lay it at the cross and let him control it instead of us controlling it. Like we would have so much peace. And number three, we pray to please God. So Proverbs fourteen eight says, The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but the prayer of the upright pleases him. So if we are honest and adhere to God's principles to the best of our human ability, it pleases God to hear our prayers. So we want to, we pray to please God. So that is my super simple, non-theological, hashtag mom failed answers for adults to the question of why do we pray? Okay. And like going back to what I told my four-year-old, like I was kind of on point with like the communication thing, but you know, when, when our kids challenge us or when our kids ask us questions, we don't know the answers, like go to God's word to, to find the answers. Um, and that is something, like I said, my preacher's wife has encouraged us to do is question everything. And so when my my four-year-old questions things like he can't read and he can't go to the Bible, so that's my job to go and look it up and find out the answers for him. So I hope you all have a fantastic day, and I hope this um, episode has blessed you. And I can't wait to talk to you all soon. Bye. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a written review. Can't wait to hear from y'all.